Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Kuda Kelowna. Maybaratzinskia. Yeah. Did you like that? I gave it a little laugh. I loved it. Like a lounge singer, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Could you feel me just still working my shoulders while you were gone? Yeah. No, I could. I I actually can feel your shimmy, your shoulder shimmy from (laughs) across the country because I know it. Yeah. Because. That wasn't an I know earthquake. It so well. Mare Bear's shoulder shimmy. <laughs> Mare Bear's had a couple of seltzers having a day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, hi and welcome. Hey, Are you girl. my podcasters? Welcome, or Rumpers. 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 It. It's all oh, the names. It's whatever. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's all the names. Um, okay. We are so glad you guys are here today. This is a fun one. We, this is, so this is, we're going to talk about. Secrets of a Gold Digger Killer, which aired on Lifetime Sunday night, and you're hearing this Wednesday or whenever you listen to it. Again, per usual, if you didn't watch what we're watching, do not worry about it. We fill you in. This is a true story. So I, we were kind of like, we have to do this. Um, and then next week, we're going to break off a little bit from Lifetime movies because we want to, we, as we're always trying to sort of like just look for what's fun and trendy and so next week we're going to discuss Awake, which is Netflix. It's right. Netflix. Yeah, it's trending. People can't stop talking about it. It's on Netflix. If you guys want to get that under your belt before next week, before next week, the 23rd, that will be uh, what we'll be discussing that comes out that day. Just we like to give you a little heads up in case you want to. Yeah, it's almost like it's like an assignment that like in high school, you can either do it or choose not to. <laughs> You know, yeah. you can 100% not fucking do it. And we will still right. tell you like, everything it doesn't that matter. you need to right. feel about it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and this one really, you, you really didn't, you get, you don't even have to, Secrets of a Gold Digger Killer, like you got it. There's, it's all in the title. Um, I was going to say, about. that's my favorite part, I think, about some of these movies is the title is the nickname of what you think the real title is. It's like what I would call the movie if I couldn't remember what it's called, you know, right. <laughs> like <laughs> secrets of a gold digger killer. It was about that lady who was a gold digger and all of her secrets. Like, it's like they can't, they really nail it is all I have to yeah. say. Yeah. They don't want, they're not trying to confuse you in any way, no. shape or form or no. throw, throw a, throw a curveball at you. They're just, uh, they're just throwing it right over the plate, hoping you hit it and you understand. <laughs> it might even be a tea ball scenario. They're just setting it on top of the tea and hopefully you're not too drunk to make a connection when you swing, you know, that's all we're looking oh, for. <laughs> it's so true. Um, well, we'll get into it as usual. We would really love it if you have not rated and reviewed if you can, if you're on a platform that doesn't allow it, hop over to iTunes, hit the five stars, maybe Please. leave a qu- quick note that says something nice. It just helps us a lot. It may not seem like it, but it really does. And it's also just the the nice thing to do, you know? Yeah. And life is hard. I don't know if it's you guys enough. have noticed, but it can be really hard. <laughs> and sometimes you don't know what a podcaster's going through. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Everything's no, that's fine, true. but just hit five stars, please. please. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, join us on Patreon if you are able. Yes. We're doing a lot of fun things on there. We 
we mix it up. Um, our latest, our newest one coming up at the end of this week is going to be we're we're going to be discussing Hacks um, from HBO Max because it's if you haven't seen it, it's a fantastic fucking show. And, so good. Um, yeah, and if you haven't or you don't get HBO Max and you whatever, it don't worry about it. It's all it's a it's we'll explain what it is to you and then it'll give us an opportunity to really kind of talk about stand up um, our own personal experiences and relatable things because it's just. It's just like the perfect show. It's so perfect. It, it really is. I'm really jazzed and I cannot wait to talk about it. And it definitely will get us to share some bullshit that we've experienced that I probably oh. never want to talk about again, but we're gonna, <laughs> you know. Oh, I know. I know. There's some scenes in that show where I'm like, just every, like, I cringe, but I cheer, but I'm also like, fuck. And then I also get depressed and then I get, ha- it's just, it's <laughs> yeah. all the emotions that you could feel existential crisis yeah exactly Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah. so join us on patreon if you can we would appreciate the support we love all of you and when you join just you know uh you get backlogged you're able to listen to everything we've recorded so far so you can we don't uh we don't take it away or anything so yeah it's all there it's all there um okay Mare Bear. Is that it? Secrets of a Gold Digger Killer? Yes. I think so. Yeah. Secrets of a Gold Digger Killer. I I didn't know going into this that it was based on true events. That made me very happy. I do love a true event-based show movie Mm -hmm. from Lifetime. Um, Sometimes I don't. Like when there's, there was like... Murder and kids are involved and shit. Yeah. There's those that you're just like, no, no, we won't talk about that because it's awful. Right. This, um, I mean, I guess it did still involve a murder and someone actually really died in real life. But anyway, yeah. the, the well. story of it and the flair that I know they add to it and the all the ridiculousness was was all there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I think it was I think it was even fun for, for some of the people who lived through it. Some parts. I mean, not everything. <laughs> yeah. Like a nice I house, mean, the- lots of shopping, you know. Yeah, I, a lot of nails getting done a lot. The nice, the, I'll be honest, there were parts of this movie where I was like, I just want to be a lady with clear liquor on the rocks yes. in a glass in, in a robe yelling like at people all the time. robe. Yes. <laughs> you know what's funny? And I'm not, I'm not like blowing smoke up your ass, but you, and the, the actress was wonderful. I don't know her name. She was great. You could have. I pictured you as that. That's the role oh. I see you in because, and then she had that slight like Southern accent, a little bit like, hey, big daddy, which big daddy <laughs> made me want to punch my own teeth out. But I um, know she kept calling him uh, big daddy. Big oh. daddy. The only person who could say big daddy is Blanche Devereaux from Golden Girls. Yeah. And that's the only person that it doesn't make me wince. Yeah. And because when she says it, it's funny. And when I think it was, it was Julie Benz that said that that was in this. Uh, she yeah. was in Dexter, I know. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. She's great. She's really great. But she was super fun in this. And, it, but yeah, she still creeped us out when she said Big Daddy. It's not her fault. It's everyone else's fault for making her say yeah. it. Making her say it at least 14 times. But I mean, it was, <laughs> I didn't notice every single time. Um, no, it was good. Should we do like a quick little? I mean, it's a pretty simple, like you said, secrets of a gold digger killer. Like a yeah. lady, yeah. Nuts and bolts are a lady uh, named Celeste. Um, she's working at a country club, I believe it was, and she gets herself gets her claws into a rich man that comes there often, who just lost his, lost his wife, and yeah, fr- a fresh hot widow. 
Fresh hot widow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Widow, widow, widower. Oh, widower. widower. I have a fucking joke about that. How did I screw that up? Fresh hot widower. <laughs> okay, never mind. All right. I know. I think it's, I think she was like six months, maybe dead or something. They said it wasn't very long. His wife was yeah. dead. So she gets her claws in him. And basically, um, then she gets a plot to have a woman who she meets in a, I, like a, it's not a mental institution. It's like a place you go to rest, I guess. It's one of those. Yeah. It's like a rich, rich person resting place where you need I, uh, some evaluations, I guess. I, that's because she, she, he sent her to it a few times because she's fucking bananas. And she meets a lady in there who falls in love with her. And then she convinces her to shoot her husband because she says he's going to kill her if she doesn't kill him for her. So it's a whole twist where she was behind getting someone to murder her husband for her. And that's the movie. That's, that's the story. That's the movie. And then, you know, the guy, it's all, he's not a bad guy. She's uh-uh. just telling this woman these things because she just wants him dead so she can have the money. I mean, she's really, really uh, digging for gold, if you will. And the woman's, who was, what was the name of the... uh Shit, the girl, the woman that falls in love with her. Oh, Tracy, Tracy. There's no way now when Celeste meets or like kind of befriends her, she does it with a box of donuts. And that was the most relatable that I found Celeste to be and Tracy. <laughs> and that's where they that's where they built their um relationship from. And it, it's it true. Felt right. She- she she could tell her she she could tell uh, Tracy had an eye for her, and she thought Tracy has an eye for me, and she looks like she might appreciate a she, donut, so I'm bringing like a, a donut. whole dozen in, and she fell in love with her right away. Well, yeah. I'll say this: so when Celeste working at the country club, she's flirting with his uh, what's his name other than Big Daddy? Why can't I? Oh think yeah, of his yeah, um, Steve. Steve. So she's flirting with this man who's very rich and. I related very hard to the fact that she wanted to get the fuck out of this restaurant and just marry a rich guy. Now, yeah, yeah. I once I had a similar experience, but I was working at a kind of more of a dive bar and there was a man who would come in and I will not say his name, but he was a working actor for many years and he was mm-hmm. a wonderful, wonderful man. But he has he was sort of working here and there, but nothing amazing. Um, uh, I mean, I, I think anyone that works in t- television, it's like, it's so hard to get work, but I'm just saying like his career had sort of leveled off. He wasn't working a ton. He was doing okay for himself, but not great. And so his pitch to me, uh, he was a heavy gentleman, heavy set gentleman, very, very, very wonderful man. But his pitch to me was um, that I could stop working. No, I could move in with him. I wouldn't have to worry about paying rent anymore. I could move in with him, but I was still going to need to work <laughs> at the dive bar because he wasn't quite making enough to like settle me forever. Right. So I was going to have to move in with a man who was like 30 years older than me, wasn't in great health. Um, and God knows what his house looked like. I don't know. But I would have to basically I could be underneath him for uh, every night of the week, but still have to go to my fucking job. <laughs> well, dive bar. I, that didn't like, sell it for you, Sarah. It sounds wonderful. I mean, oh, I was Sarah. like, what the fuck kind of pitch is this? And he was dead serious. <laughs> well, does he know he could have wooed you if he had central air? Because didn't you live I, in an apartment that didn't I have? I mean, that's I mean, that, true. 
I didn't have air conditioning. And honestly, looking back, I should have just taken the deal and I would have been out of there faster. <laughs> Wait, did he ever go on? Okay, I'm not going to. Did he go on and, and do and work more in television or was it that like is, that was it? So you didn't he's, make the wrong choice. No, he's no longer with us. He has he has passed okay. away. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, he was a very kind man with... um. And his heart was in the right place, but it yeah. was just, it, none of it sounded appealing. Um, at least tell me I don't uh, have to, because now I have to come to work every night and everyone knows that I'm sleep fucking you at night <laughs> <laughs> for free rent. Like the whole pitch was oh, bad. Man. So basically it's like here, it's barely an upgrade apartment wise or house wise, but you just don't have to pay rent now. Secrets of a people pleaser. Like you're like, well, you're a nice man. Maybe I'm your last oh. chance at love. You know, yeah, oh, Sarah. That is, I cannot um wait to to get off this recording so you can tell me who this was. But anyway, oh. um, holy shit. Well, that's I anyway. Her, did- her, yeah, I can see why she jumped at this chance because it just yeah. knowing what some of us were offered, some others of us have been offered. I was like, oh, she got. It, well, what he basically did was he said, you can move in as my house manager, which was weird, right? Right. Well, that was, well, and and also like, yeah, she's working at a country club, but she's like, you know, beautiful lady, dressed well, kind of looks like she's got it, but she's real flirty. And, and it seems like it's like, oh, he's finally, you know, maybe over his dead wife and he's like, Oh, let's go out to dinner or whatever. And then it doesn't take much. And he's like, well, why don't you move in? And she's like, well, geez, that's a little soon. And then he goes to, well, you can be my house manager. And it's like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. Let's go back to when you just asked me to move in. Like, I thought he was asking for a relationship at first, which he I know. was, right? I, I don't, that was a little bit confusing to me. No, it was, I'm with you. The The house manager part felt like a demotion from asking her to move in. Yeah. And, um, to to and then not have to manage anything, but now she somehow because she's like, well, I'm a lady, I can't just move in. And he was like, well, then you can be my house manager. I, what? Yeah. So I guess she justified it with her because she has two kids, she has two daughters. I'll be honest, they didn't make her life. They showed her as bananas afterwards, but when she was at the country club, she had like a diamond necklace on, not from yeah, him. Yeah. When she right. when they showed her apartment, it looked nice. They didn't make it seem like she was destitute or anything that she needed to but i guess right. she just she just wanted to live in this i mean he had this big sprawling mansion because he's a multimillionaire living in austin whatever and he's older than her he's got a daughter who's like older even older than her too right yeah. like his daughter is older than that Celeste. was one of those um just another just a little fun little just observation over here that with their casting when they were a little loosey-goosey with it because uh it didn't seem like he was old enough to be the father of the woman that they had no be it did his not. daughter and so that was a little hard for me every time she was in the theme she was great she's wonderful but casting could have maybe yeah it it's made him older or made her younger. Right. Yes, yeah. they could have made him older, I think, because it seemed that they were a little close in age to be um, father-daughter. Mm-hmm. And but who knows? I mean, yeah. I, I'm sh- they, this is what they do. They cast like right. 30-year-olds as teenagers and we just, we can't keep up. So, okay. Well, it's my favorite part. We're just have we're just forced to go with it. I, mean, I did. Mm-hmm. We did. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he, she moves in um, 
without after a she, month. After a month, she tells her daughters, we're moving in with Steve. And they mm-hmm. go, but we've never met him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was, I was like, no, that's real crazy. I mean, you would think that the daughters would, you'd at least have him over for dinner, maybe lunch, something before moving to teenager girls into your home and just, and yeah, seems aggressive. Steve, wouldn't Steve want to want to get a look at him, you know, and just sort of know what he's dealing with here before he's like, oh yeah, just come share my home and life with me. I mean, it turns out that was the best, uh, the best relationships that came out of this whole thing was Steve and the girls, but. I know. Well, he, cause he, he, he and the, and immediately Celeste tells them, well, I'm the house manager. Then she goes, but but I am sleeping in the same, I'm sleeping down the hall. And then one of the daughters was like, oh, you're sleeping with him? And the other one goes, oh, you're just catching on to that. And then nine, <laughs> and then they cut to nine months later and they decide they are getting married. So she's got him to marry her. And then he goes up and he tells the kids he wants to, at the wedding, he goes, I want to adopt you and make you officially mine. So he's like this wonderful man. Yeah, he really was. I mean, he was very, it, it, that was another, the whole thing, like, it reminded me a little bit of like, um, Dr. Eric Roberts, where, but switcheroo, like, why wasn't she just happy with what was? Like, she got the best life ever. Steve was wonderful to her and the girls. She was spending money like a fucking drunken sailor. She had yeah. everything she wanted other than getting to redecorate the house and keep the dead wife's jewelry. But come on, there's got to have some boundaries, you know? Yeah, I know. She got, she was too, she wanted it all and she wanted it without him, it seemed like. And I don't know why, because he seemed like a lovely gentleman. He's a nice guy. Well, it's funny because they open the movie by showing someone coming in and it's like, you can kind of tell, you can tell it's a woman, some hooded, comes in and shoots him and leaves, right? Shoots him in the stomach. And then, and then they start flashing back to how he, how how they ended up there, basically. They kind of cut back and forth. Well, after they get married and stuff, they cut back again to the night of the shooting. And <laughs> she, Celeste is telling the police, because at first I was like, how are the daughter and, and Celeste, when he got shot at the very beginning of the movie, they come running in later. I'm like, I know that, I guess, I mean, I know, I guess it's a mansion, so they're just in another wing, but they just didn't happen to hear a fucking shotgun go yeah, off. Yeah, shot off shotgun. <laughs> didn't, they didn't, yeah. no, they didn't hear it until the cops came because no. he was able, he say, he called 911 himself. So basically Celeste says, well, I was sleeping in my daughter's room because he snores and the daughter was like, yeah, she was in there with me. So that's her alibi. Well, then they go, they said something that made me laugh so hard. They go, well, you need to come down to the station or they say something to one of the daughters and she goes, um, she calls her other sister and she goes, well, the cops want to talk to us because they think someone shot him. What, what the fuck did you think happened? He got shot. Right. Like they weren't sure. I see that was so, that was one thing that again, I I'm like, Oh, I can't get past this. The <laughs> other thing was the goddamn, uh, lifetime detective school graduates that always show up to these things the first question they found a a shotgun shell the first question the guy asks celeste is uh was he suicidal i how do you shoot yourself with a shotgun in the stomach in the stomach you'd have to get your toe your big toe behind the trigger (laughs) <laughs> like there's yeah, no he kind of had a big belly. Like I, he, I don't even know if he could have really. It was all. It made yeah. no sense. Was he suicidal? Uh, he shot yeah. himself. 
if, and usually if you're suicidal, sorry, if you have a shotgun, I'm not, I'm not giving anyone suggestions or guessing that I know, but I, I, I just don't think that's how you're going to go about it is right. in the middle of the night, shoot yourself in the stomach and then call 911. And just none of it made a ton of sense. And if that is how it really goes, then I guess I'm the fucking asshole. But no, just, no, I mean, yeah. not to make light of suicide, but like, yeah, sh- like on Shark Tank, like there's got to be a better way. That's not the way to do it. You know, I. I just really love the daughter's surprise. They think someone shot him. Well, yeah, that's the whole point. We all thought that. <laughs> oh, God. And can you imagine the daughter if the mom's in her room sleeping because Steve snores? Be like, listen, bitch, there's four wings to this house. You know, go find another bedroom. Why are you in yeah. here? Yeah, get out of my room. They, right. we, we live in a mansion. Get out of here. Well, they show her. So now they and then they cut back and they want to they want to show us uh, back to before pre pre he's shot is they they show you real fast how crazy she got. Like she's spending his money. She's complaining that he has all his dead wife's jewelry in a safe deposit box. And she's like, I'm going to, I got it appraised. And I, I mean, she's just real. She's she like you said, just not happy with what she's got. She's just, gunning for it all now she well no yeah and i just want to add in like they went like you said from zero to 100 to her being crazy because when she he's yelling at her about not yet not even yelling but talking at her about spending three hundred thousand dollars in two months and she's like pissed off so she goes and gets a little handgun runs back (laughs) and puts it in her head she's like i'll just shoot myself at this point it was like all right i mean oh i was team steve starting then i i mean a hundred percent. And also like right in front of her kid too. She's like, I'm just going to yes. kill myself right now. Yeah. Right in front of the youngest daughter. Um, oh, God. Well, so that's when he sent her to the um, emotional mental rehab. <laughs> that's what yeah. I was calling it. What yeah. was it called? It was called. Oh, oh I had it written shit. down like something Valley or. It sounded nice. Yeah. Like so a, I, yeah. I want to go there, especially if I want to be your roommate in there. With- yeah. And just like. It seemed really massages every day. And, you know, this is this is what I wrote down that really uh, this is just for every anyone who didn't watch it. Um, and she goes to a mental place for rest. She makes a friend with Tracy by bringing her bringing donuts to Tracy, who was, who's a lesbian, who hears voices and ran over her ex-husband's girlfriend with a truck. No, <laughs> something like that. No, that's not what happened. It she right away. We find out Tracy's crazy. Um, yeah. she and says she hears voices she, sometimes. Yeah, she just looked at Celeste with love and donuts in her eyes immediately. I mean, yeah. you, you could see that where this was going to go. <laughs> she wanted both of them in her mouth for sure. <laughs> she did. Was- <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yes, she did. Yeah, she said something, but she I guess she I guess the reason she said um I was accused of running over my ex my ex's husband, that's what it was, with a truck. And she's like, I didn't do it, but I wanted to. And she was accused of that. So right away, uh, Celeste finds that she's got a bit of a homicidal side, perhaps. And maybe yes. she can maybe she can use that to her advantage to get Tracy to do things for her. To 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 lights out Steve or whatever. Yeah. 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 That's what she wanted. It and then they so the one thing I found interesting about this uh, emotional mental rehab scenario where they and tracy had even admitted she'd been in there a couple times yeah and Mm -hmm. so they must have been both been out at one point and um 
uh, Celeste treats crazy to a manicure. And she's like, you got to really, you know, which a manicure and flashy long nails didn't seem like Tracy's style per se, but Tracy was down with anything to hang with Celeste. So, yeah, yeah, you know, she, she had her, she had a manicure lady that she really enjoyed, a nail, yeah, a nail Heather. lady, her name Heather, mm-hmm. that she, um, was real open with. And uh, basically just always told about her life, brought Tracy there, treated her to, like you said, to a manicure. Um, and and then later, we see Heather gets kind of involved, too, the nail salon lady. But the cops questioned Tracy pretty quickly because the kids, her two daughters. Um, yeah. And the boyfriend of one was like, yo, do they know about Tracy? Yeah. Celeste's two daughters and then her boyfriend, one of their boyfriends, David. Um was like this she does have a crazy friend named Tracy so maybe she wanted to do it. Well, the cops go over and say, "Hey Tracy, we found a shotgun shell and bet you have a shotgun, don't you?" And she's like, "Yeah, I sure did." And it sure was me. <laughs> like no fucking problem, just yeah. right away. She's like, "Yeah, I shot. I'm sorry." Yeah. Yeah, no poker face on Tracy. She uh she spilled the beans, showed her cards and I'd say within minutes I mean, that was the perfect scenario for the lifetime detectives, because otherwise, if she hadn't just confessed, they never would have found out who did it. (laughs) No, they would have been like, "Uh, wait, do you not have a shotgun here? You don't. Okay, well, we won't even look. We'll just leave. Yeah, she she showed them where it was and everything. And then they tell uh, Celeste, they say to the cops or the cops say to her, yeah, she confessed to shooting (laughs) your husband. And she's like, oh, God, I can't believe she'd do that. Like That's. (laughs) Like, it was like, yeah, like she said, like, oh, she, you know, ran a traffic light or, you know, yeah, yeah. she was she was very low key about it. Like she wore white to her wedding or something. Yeah. Like yeah, she just yeah. she was like, oh my, she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe Tracy would do that. That's so rude. She shot my husband in the stomach. <laughs> yeah. Next. Let's go to Neiman's. Yeah. She just didn't give a shit. I, I have to say there were so many scenes, not so many, maybe, I don't know, two or three times in this in this film when um it, uh, Celeste had a line that was close to what I'm going to share with you, that this was why you would have been perfect in the Celeste spot. And it's the only reason I should have maybe had kids was to say, go get your mama some champagne before you go up. Or she'd be like, go get, go get your mama a drink real quick, like four or five times. And I just wanted to point that out because uh, it you was, would have nailed it. It was beautiful. Thank you. Yes, Welcome. I would have. I have, mm-hmm. I've, uh, I, it's instead I just say Auntie Sarah to my nieces and nephews, go get Auntie Sarah. Oh, some I like clear, that. Some clear vodka on the rocks. <laughs> I, I do declare. It's been quite I a day. I do declare. Let yeah. me tight, tighten this belt on my robe real quick. I'm going to go find a shade tree. I don't even yeah. know what accent I'm trying to do right now. I like it. Well, Thanks. she asked for champagne. It was one morning when the kids were going to school and yeah. um, she was reading in the paper because the cops were kind of like, Hey, um, this Tracy bitch pretty much quickly admitted that she shot your husband in the stomach. And so we're just like making sure you didn't have anything to do with it. And she was like, that's so rude. Why would you say that? And then, <laughs> and then next morning she's like, get mama some champagne. Yeah. It was, it was all <laughs> mama left her a morning beer helmet upstairs. I mean, that lady was never <laughs> off the sauce and it makes me wonder if maybe she was going to the wrong kind of rehab because Right. It was it was amazing. Morning, early morning, mid morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was constant. Well, it's funny because she and then after that, 
she um she meets Tracy in like a parking lot. And this is where they have the conversation where Tracy says, you said you'd get rid of the bullet casing. And and then Celeste says, sorry, I just didn't get in there in enough time. But don't worry, I'm going to fix it for you. But I did get you. A, she gives her like a, a big diamond ring. She's like, look what I got you. And then they start to, Tracy goes to kiss her and she goes, oh, wait, someone might see us. And I'm like, but you're in the parking lot already with the woman that shot your husband. Who fucking cares if you make out with her or not? Yeah, it's already- yeah. <laughs> Well, but now you're worried. But <laughs> yeah, slip of the tongue's not going to give anything away here, girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just it. Obviously, they wanted us to see that Celeste was in on it, and that she had set up Tracy and convinced her to go. But I couldn't understand how the fuck Tracy was in a parking lot at all with her. Why wasn't Tracy in jail for shooting the guy? Well, Tracy got out on bail. Okay. And the only re- I don't know why I know that. But I think she was like, oh, I can go home or something. And I think even uh, what's her name paid for it, maybe the okay. Celeste okay. or whatever paid for the yeah. bail. OK, yeah, that makes yeah. more sense. I was like, does she really just letting her run around willy nilly after she just shot a guy in the stomach? It seems like you'd at least be. I know. I mean, they might not have given her a shotgun back, but that was it. They weren't very strict <laughs> with her at all. No, and then, no. <laughs> They showed, I think, with like giving with Celeste giving her the diamond ring, like really showing like how she was just stringing this Tracy along and continued to do so through the whole movie and tell her like how terrible uh, Steve was and, you know, to just really keep her on her side and stuff. But did you see I don't know if it was supposed to be an engagement ring, but it ended up on her pinky. Yeah, I did. I saw that. <laughs> they were, they, they, it's like, God, she could have just had it fitted a little better. I like, know. I mean, that was, it wasn't, it was, yeah. It wasn't even all the way down. It was like just like past the <laughs> knuckle on the pinky. It's like oh, the only place she could fit it. I mean, I related so bad. I, I could palm a female grade uh, basketball, and I feel like that's me anytime I like, even if it's like, fun costume jewelry whatever bullshit i go to put a ring on it's like one knuckle deep and i'm like oh yeah no that's not for me but it's because i can't try it on (laughs) oh so funny that was a good observation (laughs) Um, well in the meantime so steve so far has lived so he hasn't died yet and he's in the hospital and celeste goes in there and says what if you would have died i would my kids wouldn't be we wouldn't be taken care of and your daughter could take it all away from me. And he goes, well, I, I mean, I set up a trust for you. Nobody can take that. She's like, yeah, but I really need half if I'm going to feel better. And he's like, okay, I'm going to change it to half right now. Like, what is he a fucking yeah. idiot? How'd this guy become such a millionaire? He's such a, he just. I, I know, a total gullible doormat. Yeah. I mean, she didn't say much. She was like, you said, she was like, yeah, I'd, but about the house. <laughs> and she was like, I just don't think, um. Becky, his uh, his real daughter. I don't think she likes us. And yeah, he was really easy to sway. He was like, call Bill. I mean, the man can barely, sh- <laughs> he's got a, a a gut wound from a sawed off shotgun. He's like, give Bill a call. He'll fix it. Like, it was that simple. Yeah, it's so, uh, and they show kind of after that, too, they they show what he had, had been through with her even more. So that's another reason I was like, this guy is not thinking things through because then they cut back to her crying on the bed because she doesn't like any of her clothes, which that was the most oh. relatable part. I could, I, I've been there I get every fucking time I have PMS. Um, and basically she did that to get sent back to, oh, it was called Terrace View. That was the place. It was oh, called Terrace View. That is lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, she got sent. She, basically, he goes, uh, I feel like you could use another vi- visit to Terrace View. And he's not wrong. And she definitely <laughs> needs one. But it turns out she had kind of put on that show so that she so she would basically get him to send her this Terrace View place so she could meet up with Tracy. And she'd call Tracy and go, I'm checking in tomorrow. They acted like it was like a, <laughs> a hotel what? instead of a... <laughs> Mental ward or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm picturing a place like that because they're like, or she's like, make sure you're my roommate, you know? And I'm thinking, okay, a couple of beds. I only saw like one queen size bed. I don't know if they had luggage on the other one, but I didn't see it. And that no, it was like a little getaway. Yeah. And then at one point, even um, Celeste, when she she meets her there and she's like, we're going to have the same room. And she takes off her top and she's like, I could use a rub down. And then someone oh. that works there comes in and is like, you guys need to get to group meeting. And nobody goes, hey, what the fuck are you doing in here? I don't think you're supposed to be naked yeah. with each other. Yeah, no, no. This isn't like, yeah, like a, a honeymoon suite here where I think you're paying for the visit to come out with a little bit more sanity. Yeah, rub down is a tough word. Which one did did Tracy say, do you want a rub down? Or was it I think Celeste asked uh, for a rub down, she, but I uh, might be wrong. I think she asked God. for it. Yeah. I it's I, a nice I, arrangement though. I mean they had a yeah. good thing going to be yeah. to be perfectly honest. Yeah. I mean I, I honestly I mean it was brilliant. I mean it makes you wonder in real life how many times that happened. They just a little getaway, little joint. But, yeah. But Whatever. if you're trying to act like you didn't have an affair with a lady named Tracy at the mental institution, no, I know it's not a mental institution, but whatever. It was Harris something View, like, yeah. Then maybe you shouldn't have your it, it, tits out on the bed having her give you a massage <laughs> when someone who works there walks in and goes, hey, get to group. I just, <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're give not really- us a minute. I just needed a quick rub down. I mean, yeah, yeah it was, they weren't hiding much. And that was like right after that. So she gets out. She's at the nail salon where with Heather, where we, you know, we've seen her before. We found out she'd served some time. Yeah. Right? Heather, and, the nail lady was like, yeah. I've been, I've, I've served my day, my days in the pokey or whatever. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. Said. She, she'd been in the clink. And so she, so then, uh, she's getting her manicure and she gets a phone call, which by the way, here are these, <laughs> this mother, Celeste or daughters that now they like the live in the, was it lap of luxury? They could have upgraded their Nokia phones, couldn't they? Or whatever. Yeah. I think, I don't know if they were just trying to show us the time when this happened. Sort oh, of the is that? Well, yeah, time period. That's probably I guess that's right. what it was. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Sarah. They never get one over on you, do they? <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, so her, her phone rings, her cell phone that's perfect for the era. And um, uh, <laughs> she... she she has her her hands are occupied. She's getting a manicure. So she has the lady pick it up and she's like, hi, this is Celeste's phone. Hands it to Heather, holds it to her ear, which I would punch someone if someone ever asked me to do that. Mm-hmm. And she the doctor on the phone says, hi, Celeste, Um, this is Steve's doctor and Steve's dead. Steve died. OK, I don't even I'm not even sure he said it's Steve's doctor, to be honest with you. I Maybe I missed that part because that all might I could- have been a closed caption thing, Sarah, because I did oh. have my closed caption on. So sometimes I don't know if I'm reading it or because it, you know what I mean? It might have said it when they oh, might have yeah. said like doctor. OK, Underneath, because yeah. I thought without the closed captioning, my experience was someone she, she puts the phone up to her. She goes, this is Celeste. And she goes, <laughs> hi, Celeste, your husband's dead. And that's it. <laughs> And I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Who? The guy doesn't identify himself. He doesn't say who he was. He doesn't say, uh, and then he goes, bye. Like, you don't have, 
That's it. That's how is that how that works? Well, I don't think so. And you're absolutely right. It must have been my closed caption. I well, I would have had to turn the movie off. My brain would have exploded if I didn't read that it was the doctor because there was no like, oh, this is Dr. You know, Smith. It was just like it just said doctor or Steve's doctor underneath. Yeah, that was a little. Well, that might have been one. Maybe they forgot the scene and they had to go back in real quick and get it. <laughs> maybe, maybe you know, yeah. in post or something. Like, oh shit, we forgot to say that Steve died at some point. So let's right. Yeah, real quick, throw in the nail salon. <laughs> yeah, it, because I was like, what the? And also, I mean, get some talk about no bedside manners. If that's no. how it goes, we just go. And then, yeah. and then the best part is she's like, oh, she goes to Heather, the nail lady. She goes, oh. Steve died. And she's like, oh, do you need to go? She's like, no, just finish my manicure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to be able to handle what comes next with these shitty cuticles. It was uh, priorities shown through. But But now but now it's words out. Everyone knows that uh, rich Steve has died and there's cops. I mean, like press at the house and and they're all like this woman, Tracy, you know, she's not just someone that shot your husband. Now she's the murderer or whatever. And Celeste is kind of just throws her under the bus. She says, yeah, she's unstable. And I, I can't believe she killed my husband. And Tracy's watching this news conference from the comfort of her own home, even though the guy's dead and um, is obviously upset that Celeste is throwing her under the bus. So she starts leaving her messages, but they're just going straight to voicemail. And then finally the cops come over and they get Tracy and say, you're under arrest because now Steve's dead. So now you have to go back to jail, even though you're not in there. Yeah, oh, man. I mean, it, things were not were not coming up for Tracy at all in terms of good luck because she she hit every red light there could be. She she got the worst of it all. And it really she was the victim a little bit. Do you I don't know where the scene was when they when she's oh, they did like a flashback. <laughs> this was this, right. This, this was then. Yeah. This was like this right was after that. Yeah. After my they arrest her. Favorite part of the movie in terms of I was so violently uncomfortable, as was everyone else in the room, I think, that was mm-hmm. in the scene. Um, but it showed that over at Celeste's house or, you know, not Celeste's house, Steve's fucking house and it, with her daughters, just the daughters, the daughter's boyfriend, Celeste and Steve, and then Tracy. And she's Yeah, they wanted there. to show how Tracy was hanging out with them back in yeah. the day. Mm-hmm. And Celeste, I, you know, probably had a couple pops or whatever, and she's puts on some music and she asks Tracy if she'd like to dance in front mm-hmm. of her family. And um, so then they, they really start... Uh, just having a nice little dance together. And that's when Steve says, it's not polite to grind the guests. <laughs> was like, what the fuck? It was so uncomfortable. It's like she was sitting at a table by herself at first anyway. And the kids are sitting at the like at the island kitchen counter, just sort of ignoring Tracy. They're like, mom's weird friend is here. And then seconds <laughs> later, she's like, yeah, dancing with her. And then Tracy starts kissing her on her neck. And Steve's like, all right, you break it up. And the kids are like, mom, what's going on? It was so. I mean, if that happened, oh. then they should have all just basically gone straight to the cops right then. And been like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, mom was letting Tracy kiss her on the neck in front of all of us, including Steve. So you might want to look into her. <laughs> I think they should have gotten a couple. All of them got rooms at Terrace View and talked to somebody because it was not normal. No one there should have let anything past that point go on. It was very uncomfortable. And then did you notice that they wanted us to see 
for some reason there was like a bottle of pure grain alcohol like pe- yeah did you- i didn't what? know was it and then like he was all sweaty and fucked up afterwards like was it yeah. supposed to be more just because it was stronger i didn't know i was confused by that because it, yeah. during that when she was when she was grinding with tracy she was like pouring him i guess pga which is then and then after right after that scene after he made tracy leave because he was uh she was licking his wife's neck um she was trying to get his wife pregnant right yeah, there on the yeah. dining room mm-hmm. he was like sitting on the bed sweating and i was like i don't i don't understand what the point of this is are we supposed to believe she tried to like poison him with pure grade alcohol um am i supposed to be having flashbacks to trash can punch in college like well, I was what gonna say, is this? i was gonna yeah. say i was a little too familiar where i'm like i know it doesn't kill you because uh, yeah. i wouldn't be here but yeah i i was sort of i didn't understand that either and also in this flashback he had uh suggested that they go to europe he says this is i want to go to europe and this is when she snaps tells tracy you have to kill him because he's trapped me and he wants to take me to Europe and I'll die if I go to Europe. And I don't understand why the fuck this bitch didn't want to go to Europe. It sounds nice. Exactly same thoughts. It sounds like the life she'd want to live. Do you know how much shopping she would do in Europe and fucking Paris? And I mean, I don't understand what her fucking problem was. Like, this is what him saying, I'll take you to Europe while sweating out the PGA that you just served him (laughs) was the was the Like the thing that broke the camel's back that made her want him dead. I just was very good. I thought this girl can snap about anything if this is what makes you snap. And then the daughters are alarmed kind of by her behavior now because now they cut back to present, you know, not present day, but after he's dead. And she's like flipping through a casket, caskets as if it's like purses, like picking out caskets and saying that she's going to pick out theirs too. And the kids are like, we're not even, yeah. we, we haven't gotten our periods yet. Like, yeah. we don't, you know, <laughs> why are you picking out our casket? Yeah, and she's like, we'll get this, this one for Steve. It's, it's perfect. It's sturdy. Just like Steve, you know, just talk it shit. It was, it was, she, the lady was off her rocker. She was. Yeah. And the kids are kind of starting to see it. And okay. Then you see him at the funeral and the daughter, her, he, Steve's daughter kind of tries to confront her and says, save your crocodile tears or whatever. And and then she just starts pounding vodka, just little airplane <laughs> bottles of vodka, just again, just having a nice life. And um, and then when she gets home from that funeral is when the cops are now at her house because Tracy has told them everything. Yeah, yeah. She spilled the beans. And, and so Celeste gets taken in and she's, you know, throwing a tantrum and stuff. And they get, she gets a real bulldog of a lawyer. I was just so funny to me. He's like, he says to Celeste in jail, he's like, you may not consider yourself a lesbian, but we've got some pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Pictures don't lie, bitch. (laughs) Well, the funny thing is the picture that he confronts her with when he's like, this photo is what they're using against you because Tracy says you guys were lovers. It's just like a photo of Tracy, like kind of maybe kissing her on the cheek. Like you and I have more compromise. I was going to say, I, I have a picture of you where you have your tongue out kind of on my face and our, we're both our eyes are rolling back. I mean, yeah, a couple <laughs> drinks. I people, yeah. I could definitely be taken into custody in Texas for being a <laughs> lesbian too. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, he gets her out at least, I guess, on bail, right? Uh, Because she, um, the youngest daughter at this point is still a little more on her side. The oldest daughter 
and her boyfriend are, are way more suspicious of Celeste at this point. And by the way, her boyfriend, the oldest daughter's boyfriend, David, that's a solid boyfriend because I would have been like, oh, <laughs> bitch, sorry. Your mom, like, you're, call me when shit's like a little different in your life because this is, I'm a teenager. Like, your mom is a murderer, I think. Yeah. They, I just, I think I got to, I got to go. So he was a solid boyfriend. That, that's a keeper. Yeah, he really was. Maybe the only benefit was the fact that it's like as a teenager, it'd be like the best scenario, like a, a, a drunk, crazy mom who's never really around and you got free reign of that whole house. They're probably having weird <laughs> sex parties and shit. And maybe not. Right. But, or he's like, know. damn, she's going to have some serious parent issues. She's going to be real good in bed. She's going to be all <laughs> fucked up. You know? yeah, she- <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm going to order a swing right now. We'll test it out. Not that, that anyway, it's a whole nother story. Um. But yeah, he he was he was solid and very not a normal teenage boy to stay with her for sure. No. And then this is when um now that Celeste is out on bail for now, I guess, and um awaiting trial, I believe. And the she goes to see her uh, trusty nail lady Heather again. <laughs> and uh out of nowhere Heather says, "I know I'm I know some people on the inside um that I met when I was in the in the clink." And <laughs> If you give me a little bit of money, I can probably get one of them to keep Tracy quiet for you. Because, I, I, I again, a bad plan because Tracy's already spoken. So if Tracy dies in jail now, right? I think, I think people might put two and two together. Yeah, it wouldn't be that tough to come up with a, a motive, even for the person who watching the local news that it was Celeste. Right. Yeah. And then didn't. Um, and then I think that now, now I can't quite. The nail lady, Heather. So yeah. I, the she wrote her like a Celeste wrote her like a check for 10k and was like, yeah, get some people on the inside. This 10k it doesn't seem like enough to have someone killed to me, just in my opinion. Right. You'd hope you'd hope your someone's head would be worth more than that. But yeah. And I don't think the nail lady thought it was enough either because she just like quit her job and disappeared after that, right? And <laughs> yeah, or she thought it was so much it was time to relocate and start new because that's <laughs> yeah, what she did. So she totally yeah. fucked over Celeste. Yeah. Okay. And, and yeah. T- that's it. Took me a second because like the daughter goes in, Christina goes into the nail place to ask what was this ten thousand dollars for, and another girl's there, and she's like, "Oh yeah, Heather quit. She's just moved on." So. It was sort of cut and dry that she bailed on Celeste and the plane. Yeah, but like what? So and then the kids at this point are really on to they're like, okay, mom's paying off nail ladies and giving her money and she's acting real crazy. So they decide they're going to record all the conversations that they have with her. And um, I guess I I, like they. Oh, yeah. They saw something like that. Their mom, because the daughter, Christina, has been um, she discovered the check. She also discovered that the mom took out like life insurance policy on, on both them. of them. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a, that's I was like, is she real? Was she going to kill her kids or was it? I mean, and that's a lot. That's a lot. And also, well, I don't know anything about life insurance policies, but they were only 50 grand each. But is that what you get on a kid? Now that's me just being a sick bitch. Like, I feel like kids should be worth more if you're going to murder them. But I don't know. Yeah. Was she going to kill him? She may be. Especially if you already have millions from Steve. Like, this woman really just, she couldn't just be satisfied with anything that she had is really her problem. It really was. She was insatiable. Because they like, they decide after they see the insurance policy and the check for the nail lady, all this stuff, they decide they're going to start recording every conversation they have 
with her. And they picked her up as she had checked herself back into that terrace view place for to relax because the trial was coming up. Um, I, you think this place would be like, sorry, we our beds are full. Like you yeah, can't come yeah, here this, because yeah, this now isn't you, a you yoga and the other retreat. lady. Are, yeah, you and the other lady are both like accused of murder. So if it's cool with you, we're just gonna not let you in. Um, but they this was where it was kind of funny because they. I forget how it happened. It was like they were they decided to record every conversation. So the oldest daughter records the mom freaking out on Christine, the youngest daughter, just like on the phone. She doesn't really say anything. But then she says, she's like, says to the daughter, the oldest daughter and David, the boyfriend, she's like, I should just kill both of you, leaving me, making me wait to pick me up at Terrace View. And so then the boyfriend and the oldest daughter, I'm probably confusing everyone right now, but the boyfriend, the oldest daughter and Christine are all sitting around and she's like, David's like, again, still sticking around. He's like, yeah, your mom kind of said she should just kill you both. So it just (laughs) feels like maybe she's a bad, bad egg. (laughs) Yeah. It seems like she's, yeah, she's not being like a good mom at all. And and that's when they decided that what they were going to take over, what was it? Uh, Christina was going to go over and and talk to her and try to get her to get a real confession, right? Or was that later? Yeah, well, because she, so she, I think she'd already gone and talked to Tracy at this point, and Tracy told her everything, and then they decide, yeah, she's like, drop me off at mom's, and and I'll record everything. And then they go pick her up afterwards, and she just goes, just let's get out of here. And she never says that mom said anything weird, so you assume, okay, I guess that nothing came out during that conversation. Right. And then later during the tri- now they're on trial. And if it sounds like we're just fucking gunning it into a brick wall, it's because so did they. Um, that's how the that's how the movie went. Yeah, yeah. We're actually taking her we're actually making a meal out of it. They went a lot quicker <laughs> at this point, but yeah. I just thought it was funny that like now she's on trial and the kids and are are sitting around, Christina and I forget the older daughter's name, are sit Jennifer maybe. Oh yeah. Are Jennifer, sitting around yeah. And they're talking and with the boyfriend and they're like, I think she might get away with it because they've got reasonable doubt. And they've said that Tracy's crazy and that maybe Tracy is making up the story because Tracy obviously told the whole courtroom her side of the story and how she was she had been convinced to kill Steve for Celeste and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't want her to get away with it. And then <laughs> that's when Christina goes, you know what? We have to go call the lawyer. Um, she said something. Well, she did say something when I was over there that that day. And then she gets oh, on the stand. Yeah, like she wasn't gonna. Yeah, and then she gets on the stand and she's like, Yeah, I have a tape where it's literally on tape. She says, I hired Heather to kill Tracy, but now Tra- Heather's disappeared. That was on tape already, and she just now remembered it. Yeah, just now. And I I was so confused by all that because I thought, like, because she didn't get her mom confessing to asking to have. Steve killed, right? Right. But right, no, it was yeah, it was that she said, I'm hi, I paid Heather. I don't know what Heather's gonna say. I paid her to have to keep Tracy quiet. Maybe that right. was like what what it meant was the confession. Like, why would you need to keep her quiet unless right. she was telling the truth? I guess. I just couldn't understand why the daughter uh a, a week before had all this on tape and then it just now hit her. Like if my mom said to me, well, I paid to have someone killed. I'd be like, oh, oh, oh. I wouldn't oh, forget about it for a few yeah. days. 
Yeah, especially when it's like, not even she just said it. Oh, yeah, I actually have her voice saying it on this handy dandy little fucking recorder that I had with me. <laughs> yeah, that was a little bizarre that it, it took that long. And then and then I, I feel like because in my head, I'm like, would you really be able to sort of testify against your own mother in this scenario and stuff? But I guess like they really loved Steve. Like he was such a good father figure to them that they were like fuck this crazy bitch like yeah she re- no, that you was know? that was sort of i think the point was to show us like it in their very fucked up way it was there there was like yeah sh- um uh they loved steve so much and they realized their mom was completely bananas and they were like and she might have us killed like we just gotta but in the lifetime world of it um would a daughter be allowed to just say she was testifying against her mom that day or would they don't they have right. to like clear witnesses through right. I mean I don't really, I'm no lawyer um but I thought you have to like approve witnesses and give heads up and right I don't know right yeah. like get like tell them like yeah make your witnesses known to the other side ahead of time yeah but yeah I it was think a, just really in the world nilly. of this movie they were like oh shit it's it's oh we've it's an hour and 58 minutes. We only have two minutes left. So yeah, hitting the gas. That's yeah. what they like to do. And they, they went full throttle. And and then I love and that was kind of it. And that the, the real be- real Becky. It sounds like I'm now we're talking about Roseanne. But Becky, the real <laughs> daughter of Steve or the blood, not real daughter, but the, you know, yeah, blood, whatever, natural daughter, blood daughter. God, words fail me. Uh, she really liked the the other daughter. They were like, you know, thanks for sticking up for my dad. And, you know, I'm sure they probably went on to have a relationship with each other. Well, yeah, they so they, that put her away. She goes to jail. Tracy is already out. Um, yeah, the, 2011. In, yeah, Celeste is in jail for the rest of her life. No possibility of parole until like 2042 because they proved that she manipulated this crazy woman into shooting um, her. It just seems like maybe they could both be in there, even though I felt sorry for Tracy. She still did kill the guy. But um, yeah, she did take a shotgun and go over to some guy's house and break <laughs> in and shoot him. I mean, that yeah. should get a little longer than like a you know, yeah, a couple Ain't of no DUIs. Pussy that good. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Title to but, uh, Tracy's next uh, freestyle <laughs> album that she's gonna put out. But uh, do you know what I read? I googled the sisters, and do you know what happened? to the older sister and she's oh my, fine yeah but what? she got shot in the stomach at a halloween party what the fuck yeah in 2017 where did does anybody know where tracy was on the night I, of the halloween party i well they so apparently they caught a man who was dressed like santa claus for a halloween party he pleaded what? guilty in connection someone else died and the di- I'm like, that's a lot of bad luck to have in one oh life. Oh, my God. What is she, a fucking Kennedy? I mean, Jesus, that's horrible luck. Why would but he? And, uh, and someone else died at at the part. Like, he Aww. killed a person and then shot this girl in the stomach. And I'm like, and your dad, like, your adopted dad was shot in the stomach by a crate. Like, just seems like a lot, that girl. So t- hopefully she's at Terrace View uh, enjoying her life right now. I Take know. Getting a spa day. Oh my god! I hope she like never went to a psychic before all this, and the psychic kept saying something with the stomach. There's just you're gonna be involved <laughs> with a couple things with the stomach, and she's like, "Oh, I've got GERD, you know, or something." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh my god, um, Sarah. Yeah. Well, that's God. Santa's not real until he is. 
Right. Jeez. Yeah. So, Oof. but that's, uh, but she's, but she's okay. Well, she she's lived, okay. she lived to, to yeah. have us talk about her. And that's really the most important thing. Oh, wow. Guys, Oof. that was a lot. It was a lot I, that happened. And, it was. Uh, and I don't know if any of you understand it any better than we do right now, but I, but you, but hopefully you enjoyed listening to us talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you, uh, you, you shared a, a laugh with us and. You're still as confused as I am. That's totally <laughs> appropriate right now. So, oh, Mayor Bear, thank you. You guys, thank you for listening. Um, as you know, we're always here every Wednesday. Oh, and this Friday, we got a big fun surprise for you coming out on Friday the 18th. Yes. Fun. fun. I just it's stalked by my doctor, Sleepwalker's Nightmare, the fourth installment because we did the third and we did the fifth but we never met we never did the fourth because the fifth came out anyway it doesn't matter it, we did that and we will also be discussing it with the writer and director jeff Hare, who yes. created that fucking gem of a movie so on friday the 18th you have a very special treat coming to you and we will remind you on all of our pages are you my podcasters facebook group are you my podcast on instagram are you my pod on twitter to keep up with all of it God, we thank God all these platforms. There's a lot to keep up with, Coda. Oh, there is. <sighs> all right. Mayor all right. Bear, I talk to you later. All right, Bye. Coda, I love you. Bye.